0: Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Uh, Today is April Fool's Day, um, and it is our just spoiler spectacular, basically. There's a lot of stuff that's come out in the last few weeks, and uh, we figured we'd just do one big episode to kind of go over it. We're going to knock out – we're going to talk about Rebels, Annihilation, Jessica Jones, Tomb Raider, Wrinkle in Time, Pacific Rim Uprising, Love, Simon – Uh, far cry 5 sea of thieves and the big one is ready player 1 that i imagine we'll spend probably a lot of time on it since it's both fresh in our minds and i'm curious what you think about it so um yeah man let's uh let's dive into it let's just start at the top here rebels you've seen a while ago and it took me forever to see it just because life finds a way right Um, (laughs) thanks malcolm Right, exactly. Um, and so, what did what did you think of uh, the ending of Rebels?
1: I I loved it. Um, I was a little and you know off the top. We are spoiling everything. So spoiling if you, everything. If yeah. you if you don't want to, then just skip this episode. But yes. I I really loved. Like I was a little on the fence with the whole like oh my god they they took him away and so we don't know what happened to him, but they totally redeemed that with. With the time jump showing, oh, and by the way, the very end of this is after Jedi. And, oh, by the way, here's Ahsoka. And now she's, and and now these two are going to go off and have an adventure. Like I thought, okay, that's that's a setup for something I want to see. Yes, please.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, if they don't make that the next show... Um, that will be a comic series. That will be something. And I'll be fine with however they do it because yeah. I love those characters. They're so good. Um, and yeah, absolutely. The, those characters on a new adventure with probably some new friends, you know, uh, to, 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 to go find Ezra, you know, like basically that's like, it, it's kind of like how The Last Jedi would Last like, we got to find Luke, you know, they got to find Ezra. That's what I thought of when, when that was happening. I was like, oh, this is kind of like. It's kind of like that. Like something happened to him, you know. He went off, and gotta go find him. So I don't know. I thought that was so cool.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, a, it was a nice coda. And one thing that I loved, if you go back and you watch the very first episode, mm-hmm. a lot of the shots at the very end of the finale, okay, are mirror images from the premiere.
0: Yes, I got I got you're, you're absolutely right now that I think about it, because I, I th- that's that's what I was thinking when I was seeing that I was like, this is such a way to tie it up, to yeah. tie it all the way back to the beginning um, with some of those shots, uh, you know, um, with those with those animals and the fields and the city. And yeah, it's
1: because well, I mean, it like the, the the two that stuck out to me are are kind of like the uh, sort of the establishing shot of like she's outside on the thing and you see the capital way off in the distance. Mm
0: -hmm. That was
1: that was an exact shot, but with him instead and like the less built up capital. Gotcha. And the shot of her leaning on the railing was exactly the same, like the same spot, the same part of the railing, the same expression, all of it as him in the premiere.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: That was, that was cool. That was somebody who really did a lot of thinking on this. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it was, it was, and it was a good send off. Like, and you felt, it, it didn't feel rushed. Like it wasn't just, oh my God, now we're stuck fighting the very part of the empire. It, they had the time to build to all of this. Right, and they did it really well, and there was, I the the building tension throughout the episode was great, and the the writing in it was was so was so smooth, and everything was just it just worked. It felt like how you wanted it to work, and I know some people have complaints, uh, you know, kind of the way uh the way that Rook got tossed aside, in a way, because um, anybody with 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 any kind of EU knowledge about him knows there's a, that's a really complex and a really significant character. Um, Mm -hmm. so I can understand some people got upset about that. And I, I thought, yeah, I, I get it. And even in the context of the show, it did seem, it, it didn't seem like there was the big, he deserved a little bit more than that. Right. So, I mean, that's, and I mean, that's nitpicky. But I mean, that's that's how good that I thought the finale was, was like the, the problems that I have with it are are overall
0: fairly tiny. Once I got to the last half of the season, I was in. Yeah, that's that's when I was like, OK, I, now I'm just melting through these episodes. Uh, it was all just one cohesive story. Like it was just so good. Um, and I like that they left it ambiguous as well for Thrawn. You know, if, if, if yeah. Ezra was alive. Thrawn could totally be too, you
1: know. Yeah, absolutely. And there's um, you know, we, we got from the the Thrawn novel, you know, a peek at the fact that they, you know, they talk about what is it, the, the Chis Ascendancy or whatever mm-hmm. grand name that that the the, the the Council for Their Species has or whatever. So right. we we know there are more of him out there and they're just waiting.
0: Now this takes place this is the farthest in Star Wars timeline we've seen Thrawn, correct?
1: Yes, yes. All the
0: stuff in the book was previous Star Wars. Right, it
1: was before right. cuz it was before New- Vader. Um, right. or it was before his teaming with Vader. I I imagine that what happens in you know cuz the novel that we got, the the first one that's canon was obviously mm-hmm. before any of his time on Rebels. Um, right. and I imagine the one that we're getting that, that has him and Vader sort of working together mm-hmm. in, in what i bet is a very interesting and awkward dynamic is, is probably mm-hmm. during Rebels. It's probably in that same kind of time period. Um, gotcha. just when we don't see him, it's, it's, it's either, it's, it's either that or shortly before, but I imagine it's in that same kind of window.
0: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy how I love how you know on the surface level you could put this in front of a kid and they're gonna lose their minds. Oh
1: yeah, yeah totally.
0: Um, but there's so much depth there with with the with the Star Wars lore. They they do such a good job balancing that. It's kind. It, it, the only thing I compare it to is like the Pixar movies where you can put a kid in front of that and they're gonna love it. An adult will too because. The storytelling and everything just applied to it is just it's so good.
1: Um, what uh, what did you think about uh, some of the the grander visions of the force that they showed towards the end?
0: I feel like I honestly need to watch those a few more times.
1: They're, they mess with you. Um, did you. How much of the Clone Wars did you
0: watch? I watched all of it.
1: Okay, so you remember and, the so you yes, got the callback father. there. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. The father with the kids with the dark and the light. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that was like that was one of the first few seasons of Clone Wars. I remember seeing a documentary about the Clone Wars and they talked about wanting to do that episode early on because they didn't know how long it was going to be on air. Right. They didn't know how long Clone Wars was going to be there. So they jumped into that super, you know, lore heavy stuff early. And so it was nice to see them jump into it now. And yeah all the stuff with the wolves and it's just all fascinating um i need to watch that scene a few more times where he actually goes in pulls out ahsoka you hear all the different timelines of star wars being said yeah even
1: room. even stuff from from the last jedi which i thought exactly was, was tremendous not not the force awakens but the last jedi i was like well, damn they 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 rushed that in there quick holy crap
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It. it and that's that's what it just blew me away. And it's like, oh, wow. I immediately had to go and tell my friends that are huge Star Wars, you know, nerds. But for some reason, some of them don't watch the animation. And I'm like, you need to see this now. Like there's this is going to blow your mind. Yeah. And it's canon. It's all part it's, of the story.
1: It is. I, I can understand Rebels Rebel or not to Rebels Clone Wars, because it's a mm-hmm. bit it's a bit of a slog to try oh, yeah. to really dig into Clone Wars, but Rebels, Rebels was helped by a shorter episode mm-hmm. count and and not quite such a grand
0: scope. Well, it also helps that the entire team got their you know their teeth wet for so many seasons before jumping onto it. Where true. you know they had that okay, we did this show and we knew what works. We knew what didn't. And now we go and make this. And there is so much less filler in this show. Uh, this entire last season, there, I don't think there was a single episode that was filler. The only thing that there was maybe was there was like one or two um, stories that were just like two parters. And, but for, but still they were, I mean, you, they were still pretty big. Like, The whole Mandalorian thing that's massive if you're – if you're a giant fan of Boba Fett and uh, the ones about the name of the rebellion with what's his name from Rogue One. Like they did – yeah, they did such a good job tying in all that stuff that even though it wasn't the big – and then right after that it was just every episode was the main stuff – it was still weaved in and out of those episodes. They all still played a part. You you shouldn't skip any episode this season. And, and that it just, man, like I'm so excited to see what they do next. I mean, they could do, I think most people believe what it's going to be set in the new, the new timeline or the new uh, era, I guess. Yeah. Closer
1: to the, the current, you know, what, what we would, what the EU timeline would have called what the the New Jedi era wasn't that what they called it?
0: The New Jedi era, yes. But it's at a time frame where, you know, um, we could still see these characters. Some of them, especially like Ezra and stuff like that, he would just be older. Yeah,
1: you I, know. yeah. That's it's interesting because it does posit you know the the greatest mystery in the films for mm-hmm. for anybody who's watched any of this or the, of the other stuff is where the hell is Ahsoka? Where, right. Like, and, and now, you know, we, we have another inkling into where, you know, we still don't really know where she's been, you know, cause there's a no. big gap just between, you know, when Ezra pulled her out of time and, you know, the end of I, Jedi
0: basically, you know, cause I, selfish me. I hope that's a book. I hope that's a comic. Um, I, yeah. I don't see them doing a whole TV show around it, you know. No, they, um, I could totally see a movie.
1: Yeah,
0: but I think you could get more out of a book.
1: I I think we get a I think we get a comic. weren't weren't you the one talking about that the last time they had celebration that was the the character yes. that got the biggest pop.
0: It's true that is so maybe that's why they did that and they let that vary like just like there's that big there's that big gap and you know it makes sense like when stories get timey-wimey they can <laughs> they can really hurt themselves but they left this open where she knew that she could not come in contact with them uh because it would throw everything off right. it would cause so much damage to time so it makes sense that she stayed away you know maybe that's why Ezra stayed away you know what i mean like or why he wasn't seen and that they know he's still out there like it it's fascinating and it's it, it it's and it, it's what it's only four seasons, right?
1: Yeah, it's not a long. So if 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 anybody no. out there hasn't checked it out. It's you could watch it in a day. Yeah. You could absolutely I, I, I do wanna, it in a day.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, every episode's 20 minutes long. So I was like, "Oh man, I did three episodes in an hour. This is great." Yeah. Um uh but yeah, I mean, this makes me want and it's four seasons. So this makes me want to actually go out and buy them. Uh because, you know, you're not thinking like, well, I got to get seven seasons or something. Right. It's just four. I'm sure when Disney drops their app next year, this will be on it. I, I would imagine so, yeah. This and Clone Wars, which would be really neat because it's kind of hard to, you know, you can't really see this. None of this is on uh, Netflix, is it?
1: No, uh-uh. it's not. Right. I don't right. No, because it would have been, uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know how much is archived on the Disney XD app, if anything. It may be something that, like, the only way you can get it is, like, is, like to rent it through, like, iTunes or Amazon or something like that.
0: Right, right, yeah. So, it's this is something I can totally see them putting on. Um, yeah, it's showing Amazon, iTunes, uh, Google Play, and YouTube to rent. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. But... Yeah. I mean the seasons digitally are only thirty bucks, so it's that's, that's not bad. No, and you get and it's and it's value for money. It's absolutely oh, yeah. value for money. Oh yeah. All those episodes, heck yeah. But I don't know. I, I loved it. I thought it was good. I loved the art style. I remember going into this show thinking, I don't know how I feel about the art style because I love the artwork and everything else. Um, you know, when when we saw it as like Here's some stuff that, you know, you know, back in the day, like this is what they wanted to do with it. And then it became star Wars with Ralph's paintings and whatnot. And I was just like, I don't know how I feel about it in animation, but it, I, it's so smart, you know, uh, it's so smart because it now gives that time period, such a feel that's unique. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, I thought it was really cool. One thing I didn't get, and maybe you can help me out with this, and I didn't really, I I don't know if there's significance to it, you know, but it seemed like when, when, when Cade, his last day, pretty much alive, drastically changed the way he looked.
1: It's an old, it's, it's, it's one of those kinds of traditions of, of the idea of getting ready for battle. Because you because you see it in everything, you know, and it's always the same thing. Somebody with you know with the beard and the long hair and all that stuff. Well, they've got to get up and they've got to get out in the fight. And so, what do they do? They 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 cut their hair, they shave their beard. It's a sign of, a, okay. it's it's a sign of moving forward. It's it's a it's a way of saying, all right, I'm ready to get up and and get going again.
0: Gotcha. It's, okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't I didn't know if. It had, yeah, I. It doesn't. And you're right. Yeah,
1: it doesn't have particular Jedi significance or Star Wars significance. It's more, it's it's the idea of, of you know, it's it's this thing of like you've just kind of let everything happen to you, and so mm-hmm. now you're getting up and you're taking control. And it and you know it doesn't mean you know completely shaving and buzzing your head, but it's this idea of, all right, I need to, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, well, I don't like this. Right. And you, 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 so you take action and it's, it's symbol. Mm-hmm. it's highly symbolic. Like there's no real practical anything to it pretty much, but it's, oh, yeah. it is, it's that mentality of, of, of getting back, of, of getting back into
0: things and getting going again. Okay. Okay. I thought it was cool. He got his vision right before he passed away. Yeah. It was a neat little touch. Yeah. His green eyes back, but yeah, I, I thought, I thought it was just so cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next, you know. I hope we see these guys again on some adventure. I thought it was just such a cool way to wrap everything up. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Anything else you want to say about Rebels? Uh
1: just I it was awesome and if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Um Yeah. I, I I've always I found it's a tougher sell to get people to tune into Clone Wars. Because there is so much of it, and a lot right. of it is filler. Um,
0: there's there's guides online, by the way. I, yeah, um, I've have seen. Listening?
1: Yeah, I've seen a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, and, they're, and, and they help, but there's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's the fact that you have to do something like that also kind of turns people off. Oh yeah, that, no, absolutely. Just that absolutely. you can't just sit and watch it straight through, you're like, oh no, I've got to jump to this, click this. Like, it's it's completely a first world problem. No right. no question. But it's it's it is kind of an inconvenience. Yeah. And I get why that that turns people off. But Rebels mm-hmm. is just a straight shot. And even the the handful of episodes that are are more filler than because mm-hmm. I don't think there are any episodes that are completely filler. Maybe Maybe a couple at most. Right. But even those, they're fun. And they were earlier. Yes.
0: Like, the last few seasons were just
1: boom, boom, boom. Yeah. The last two in particular. And they got, I thought three was was kind of like, oh, they got serious. The last season got dark. I mean, they tortured Hera. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, straight up. And I was like, like, this is a Disney show? Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's it was just i mean they you know they were proving a point the empire is bad very bad um Mm -hmm. but it wasn't done for just for pardon the the awful pun it wasn't done for shock value it was done to prove a point like this Mm -hmm. is where we are this is why this is a big deal yeah
0: oh yeah yeah man i I, now i want kind of want to go back and and look at a (laughs) lot of this yeah because like the stuff with darth maul and you know oh just so much cool stuff
1: yeah that that was one of my was one of my favorite parts not not just bringing back maul but the way that they that they ended his story right and and it wasn't it it was i loved that as he's laying there dying he's he's actually looking ahead And he's not he's not just I failed to kill you again or whatever. He's he's not the same. He's changed for all the trauma and and everything that he's gone through. His perspective is vastly different now.
0: Oh, yeah. He was at peace. It was it was
1: it was interesting. It was really interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So go watch it. Go watch Rebels. Go buy it. I have it digitally now, the fourth season at least. <laughs> yeah, you bought that a couple of weeks ago on the show. Yeah, yeah. Didn't mean to, but I'm glad I did. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, I have that uh, My Movies Anywhere app now, so like, I was able to t- grab everything and put it together. So uh, now I can pull up like Voodoo on my PlayStation, and it shows fr- everything from iTunes to to uh amazon everything on the application so yeah it's a handy little app and it a lot of
1: like when it first started because it was it it's it kind of spawned from ultraviolet right which everybody just kind of laughed at and poo-pooed and said this is this is not going to go anywhere Mm -hmm. and it, it it and i think that the the movies anywhere app was was something that that was either developed in parallel with or was adapted from Ultraviolet, and it just kind of became this way of, instead of being a standalone service, it became a a a, a locker, basically, for everything else. Right. Like, it wasn't worried about, about, oh, you get the content through us. It was an aggregate. That's the word I was looking for. It's an aggregate kind of service of, oh, link all of your different accounts and access them from this central point.
0: Oh, yeah yeah
1: yeah it's 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 really grown into something now
0: mm -hmm. for sure oh yeah it's awesome all right well it's um uh let's put a marker there so yeah so 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 rebels absolutely go see it um uh and, and i'm sure we'll hear in the next year or two especially at celebration what the next what's coming next so that's i'm excited for it
1: i i think we get i think we get a taste of something at comic con that would be great maybe just maybe just like an an announcement of something maybe right. it's a title and it's a TV show like right. that's i I don't expect anything more than that until Disney's own stuff you know d twenty three or celebration or whatever the hell
0: right I expect them to show probably the title maybe show a character or two and like say it's in this time period and we'll have more to say at d twenty two or d twenty three or whatever yeah yeah um, but okay, man, we both saw Annihilation. Yeah. What did you, what did you think of it? I thought it was great. Um, it's, it's one of those, um, it's the guy who did, um, what's that robot movie? Ex what Machina. Do? Ex Machina. Yeah, that's it. Um, very much kind of in the same thing. Um, very sci-fi kind of, it's not it's kind of low budget if that makes sense but even though it wasn't low budget you know what i mean like it's not a big space opera sci-fi it right. is a weird let's kind of mess with you kind of uh, vibe it's it's a um,
1: bit of a haunted house movie
0: in a way yes yeah um uh Exactly. I'm trying to think of the words, but man, it's, (laughs) it's a trip. Um, It's, it's definitely a trip for sure. I I went into it blindly, not knowing anything about it. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, just knowing like it had, uh, I knew the actors, I knew that it's something to do with her husband and that she was going, um, uh, she was going into like the woods, but I had no idea what it was. And so, um, Starting it up, I was just like This is so weird, especially her husband Comes back, so her husband dies Um, so, you know, in, in war She's not really told that much because of what he was doing Um, it's like a year Later or, or whatnot Um, and then he just suddenly shows up And right there I knew this was gonna Be weird and cool Yeah
1: Yeah, it was, I, it Takes a minute to Get you to kind of find your feet Because when it starts and he just kind of shows up, you're, you're completely off balance. And then, because he just seems weird. And then you find out, you know, as soon as he takes that sip of water and you're like, oh, something's very wrong. And then it starts to, to kind of piece together and really pick up the plot from there. Right. Um, the, I, I'm telling you what, of, of everything that I took from that, um, the the and the the bit at the end where this 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 alien whatever the hell it was kind of recreated itself Mm -hmm. in in her image i thought that was an interesting concept i really like the idea of like it's trying to piece itself together and it's now got this piece of her dna to work with and so it's replicating itself but it has it's it's Innocent in the sense that it's not trying to hurt anything; it just has no. It's literally just trying to figure out what it's doing. That's that's all it's doing, right? Um, and it causes some things to happen, but it's not it's not uh, what is it? M- malevolent. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but the thing the thing that sticks with me is the actual house scene like right. when when she when she has them tied up and and it's like okay this is weird and then you see you hear the you know say, help me and you're like okay great and then here comes the the big
0: whatever that thing was that was the best scene in the movie
1: it, it absolutely was because mm-hmm. as it leans its head forward between all of them and opens its mouth and that's where you hear the help me that freak like I was done I was comp- that from that point until the end of that whole scene, that whole little set piece, I was completely freaked out.
0: It was, it was
1: insane.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that's, you know, uh, when I, when I, when I was talking to some people about it and, and I've said this movie, you know, has things in it that I've never seen before in a movie. That was one of them. Yeah. I've never seen that before. We're like or heard that or like that was just, you know, I loved the their DNA in this area is just mixing and when she's in her most frightened state, some of somehow some of that mixed into this bear thing. And so when he's just roaring and it's a different voice. Yeah. It was like I don't know. Like it was like some Kojima shit. Uh, Yes. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. It was just batshit crazy. Hopefully again, we're talking spoilers. Of course you're this deep in. Hopefully you've seen it. Cause that's just a surprise that you just, you don't want to be spoiled. You want to go into that hearing it and going, Oh no, is she being eaten? Like what's happening? Yeah. And then when you realize what it is, you're just like, that is so unsettling. Yeah. And then it's and it's getting closer to them, and they can't move. They're all tied up because the woman went crazy. It's just so good.
1: It's 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 really good. And yeah. I, it it was great because so many people that I saw coming out of the theaters would like stop me and ask me like, because I'm you know I'm I'm standing down by the end of the stairs, like all right, you know, show's over, no end credit scene. Everybody get out, let's go. But mm-hmm. they you know people would come by, and every once in a while somebody would say, have you seen this yet? Mm-hmm. No, not yet. They're like I'm still trying to figure out what I watched.
0: <laughs> right. And oh I, yeah. And, the, the last 20 minutes is where it gets a little like, what is that thing? Yeah it, that's the part that that got super confusing for me because I understood it it's an alien and it's trying to figure out things and like you said, it's not it's its, it's intentions are not malicious. It's it just doesn't know. Yeah. And, and it, it's just such a – it was such a weird like I – mean, the movie was an acid trip. It, like, yeah, that's, that's the, fair. <laughs> yeah, the moment in there, they're just – time's weird. They don't know where they're at. Things are mixing with each other. The the, the plants are – all the genes are just – you have all these different flowers on the same vine. It's, well, when all that stuff started happening, I was like, OK. that I, I immediately thought like – DNA is weird here in this spot like all the animals everything is is just you know you had the alligator and the shark yeah or the the alligator with the shark-like teeth or whatever it was like everything's just kind of like all right let's play with nature um I don't know it it was it was it was a b- bizarre trip um it's crazy that it only got released here in the Netflix everywhere else. I guess they didn't believe in it or something. What do you think?
1: I, the deal was that, uh, Oh, I cannot remember the company that distributed it. Um, but they, Netflix basically cut them a deal where they said they, you know, it was kind of like, we're going to make more money if we sell the global distribution rights to Netflix, than Mm. we probably will releasing it.
0: wider Ah. Theatrically.
1: Well, it makes sense. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a it, you know it's a business. The, the it's bu- the
0: future, and th- this is you know.
1: Well, uh, you say that, and and I agree with you, but uh, we had Jumanji in theaters for two weeks after it came out on Blu-ray.
0: Yeah, which but was, this isn't Jumanji. though. I, this does not have anywhere near the same kind of mass this, appeal as Jumanji. I, this is true.
1: This is true, but it's
0: it's sci-fi, so that's niche. It is a niche of sci-fi because it's not the popcorn sci-fi where you can like I can bring the kids and they can quote their favorite Star Wars things. True. This is, you know, this is along the lines of, oh, what was the movie a few years ago where they were speaking to the aliens? Oh, that narrows it down. Oh um... <laughs> well, the whole the whole movie was about communication. They you know the planet was going to end. Oh man, come on! Um, and they were they were ne- they needed help talking to the aliens, uh, and they they didn't understand what it was trying to say, and it was just making like a circle.
1: Oh, <laughs> I am uh, I
0: not? Am I not? I, um, I can't
1: help you. Uh, what What's gonna happen is you're probably gonna find it and tell me, and it's arrival.
0: Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Two years ago, yeah, yeah, yep. It was It was all about communication, um, and so that that's to me this is kind of in that same line. True.
1: Yeah, very true. Uh,
0: yeah. And so um yeah, uh, so I I could totally see that. These kind of movies, you know, if you're if you're outside of the US, go watch it on Netflix. If you're in the US, I don't know if it's still in the theater. I not
1: uh, not really. No. Yeah.
0: Um well, you'll it, see it in a few months.
1: <laughs> it's it's going to be on digital. Oh, I imagine it's going to be on digital a lot sooner than that. Um nope. Give me a second and I will be able to tell you, but yeah. I, 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 imagine
0: it drops on Netflix pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: let me see real quick. Cause I'll, I'll go ahead and look that up and it's good. I mean, the last, uh, the last Netflix movie we saw was that Cloverfield one and it just wasn't as good as everyone hoped it would be. And this, you know, this is a total get for Netflix because it's, it's one of those where, you know, I think it could be digested pretty well at home, too. Um, yeah. But, I don't know, I thought it was weird, just the way it messed with nature. Uh, the, the, one of the freakiest scenes is when they see the video, and they cut the guy's stomach. Just totally uncomfortable. And then when they peel the skin back, and you see that there's a... His organs are like like vines wrapping around inside and moving like worms inside of him. It it, it was just so unsettling. Um, and then for that to happen later in the film, for her to know like something's wrong inside of me, it's moving. Yeah, <sighs> like that kind of uh, just freaked me. Out. I kind of reminded like Alien or something. Um,
1: there, but, there was definitely a bit of that there for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let me see. Annihilation releases digitally. There's not a date here. Yeah, that's really strange.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, there's
1: there's pre-orders for it. Like on like on Amazon, there's pre-orders, but there's no. It doesn't actually have a release date.
0: Mm. That's weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, iTunes estimates May. Okay. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, about a month from now, month or two, you should be able to see it. Yeah, digitally. Yeah, yeah. Amazon, this site has Amazon and iTunes estimating May two thousand eighteen. So that sounds about right. Yep. So yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It, It. I'm I'm so glad I saw it. It's it just does just did things I've never seen before and. The landing didn't particularly stick with me because that's where it got a little bit like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Blowing my mind, you know. uh, But other than that, I thought it was just fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. So I didn't see Jessica Jones, but we can still talk about it
1: how much uh have you watched any of the second I've only season so seen far
0: two episodes unless you want to wait and do Jessica Jones some other time
1: uh just in bro- I mean like I can do I can do broad strokes. well because okay. I mean, we kind of did broad strokes on the the last we show did. I think when we mentioned it just the idea of like it's it's way more personal this right. season which how do you get more personal than you did last season um oh, I, yeah. I, I, and I get that but it's not there I don't Think really that there are any like far-reaching MCU implications here? Okay, like nobody else gets dragged into this. It doesn't introduce. Right. I and, and I say that with a hint of of apprehension because I'm mm-hmm. sure there might be, uh, but okay. not not in the way that that the first season did when they were still kind of world building and they were trying to connect everything this this is a season that stands on its own with its own characters it's not relying on bringing in anybody else to mm. to try to to find its legs or anything
0: oh okay yeah that's definitely on the list that's what i'm going to be watching soon um now that i'm done with rebels that's the next thing on the list to do oh, i just need more time in the day I'm um, sorry, I dropped my
1: headphones there. Did
0: I miss anything? <laughs> no, I just need more time in the day. That's definitely going to be the next thing on the list now that I'm done with rebels. Yeah, there um, you go. Jessica Jones and Altered Carbon. I want to get to those two at some point soon yeah. before Westworld <laughs> comes back on. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That's going to take up the time. Well, although that's only going to be an hour a week, so you know, right? It's, oh yeah, that's not going to drop all at once. No, no, no. That should be fun. Um, what about Tomb Raider? Tell me about Tomb Raider. I enjoyed it. Um, it's, yeah. it is very much a simplified adaptation of the, of the rebooted game. That's what I assume. Um, uh, and there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's, no. you know, it's a little plot holy, in, in some aspects. Um, some things that need to be explained are just kind of glossed over.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: um, without without it seeming to anybody else like things are strange um the uh I can't even I, and and this is what's kind of bad I can't even remember the villain's name but oh wow he's like he's a he's a presence in a mm-hmm. way um and you understand like this is a guy who's ruthless you know flat out right. but he's also it's born out of desperation he's not he's not evil for the sake of being evil. Mm-hmm. you understand the motivation behind it Ooh. um and it's you know it's it's fine it's it, it pick it up at redbox for a night it it's it, it it's worth that much oh but okay cool. it's you know it's it's not yeah it's an oak. Okay, it's it's an okay movie it's one of the better video game adaptations which is not saying a whole lot right um so, I mean, there's, there's that. I mean, it's not, and, and, you know, there's, there's plenty at the end to set up, you know, where they want to go with the sequels that they probably won't make. Cause I doubt this made enough money to justify sequels, mm-hmm. but there's, I, I it's, I, I, I'll say this. I will say this unequivocally. Um, Alicia, uh, Vikander is amazing. She, okay. the, the movie does not live up to her performance. At all. Oh okay. she is she is outstanding she makes a fantastic Lara Croft and you can tell she just she goes for it and right. she yeah she was great casting and that's that's the only reason I would want to see any sequels is because she she is good enough to warrant a sequel even if the the movie is 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 fair but she
0: she's fantastic she's really good oh yeah yeah, I'll definitely be checking it out once that hits digital, yeah. you know, on Amazon or whatever. I'll rent it and and definitely check it out. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those where now I know it's just gonna be too busy in the theater. If I want to go back and see a movie, I'm definitely gonna be seeing Ready Player One before whatever's next.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, going, um, I'm, I'm going in the morning. Like, I, yeah, so we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, um, but yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, it's worth it's it's
1: worth a it's worth a red box or, or, you know, an Amazon rental or or whatever.
0: It's 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 worth that much for sure. Cool, 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 cool. Well, let's get into another movie. I did not see a wrinkle in time.
1: This this was interesting because watching this made me understand why I couldn't get into the book. And it's a roundabout way of talking about a good thing. Because it illustrates through the story because the, the the main character, the girl Meg, is is the scientist. you know, she's you know she's she's still a kid, but she's she's more pragmatic, she's a little more cynical, she's skeptical of everything. The, the, the her her adopted little brother, while being ridiculously like giftedly brilliant, is still just a kid. So mm. when when it's time to go on this adventure, She's hesitant and, and wants to ask all the questions And figure everything out and, mm-hmm. and, and little Charles Wallace is just running up And grabbing Reese Witherspoon's hand and going, come on, let's go And, oh. and that, that helped me figure out why I couldn't get into the book Was because I wasn't ready to just I, I wasn't in that same place of just diving into an adventure And that's Mm, which which was it was a weird and and maybe an unintended consequence. But now I I want to go back and try the book again, and not get hung up on what I don't know, you know. Because I you know I've talked about the book before is is very kind of jargon heavy, and it made it hard to figure out. You know, well, what does this mean? What does that mean? And it makes me kind of think I went at it the wrong way and should just, you know, dive in and say, the hell with it. We'll figure all this out as we go. Mm. And that's, that to me was interesting. Um, something that I didn't realize, and it is something that, uh, that you can definitely understand, the, the main evil, awful thing in this, and, the, and I didn't know this, is called the it. It. And a, mm. and apparently, when Stephen King decided to write it, he drew inspiration from this thing, and it's oh. it, you know he basically jacked it up to to a a horror version of it, but you can definitely see where it, it makes sense when you see what this what this this kind of entity does. You understand, like, oh, okay, sure, yeah, because I heard somebody say that, and I thought, well, I thought, what, what, what? <laughs> this is, I mean, this is a, you know, this is a kid's book. It can't be that, like, that dark, and it's not, but it's it's creepy, you know. Oh yeah. Um, the, you know, to to say the visual effects are stunning is redundant at this point because it's a it's a beautiful movie. But oh yeah. But there's, it's you know. It's it's another one I would say if I, I I wouldn't recommend this as a red box as highly as I would Tomb Raider. Mm. Um, it's 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 not a long movie, so it's got that going for it. Um, it's it's not great. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it's not. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's it's close um it just kind of bounces around a little bit and you never feel like you're on solid ground and Mm. sometimes that works in a movie but not not this time oh okay um it's it's a bummer because there's a really good there's there's a good story there and like i said it makes me want to go back and read the book because the book was you know heralded and you know it's this Mm -hmm. classic children's tale all right you know i'll give that another shot but uh I, you know, the movie was, eh, you know, it's, it's all right. The, uh, the performances were good. Uh, I do not have anybody's name in front of me offhand. Uh, the kids, the kids were good. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of fuss was made. Oprah's in this movie. Oprah is Oprah. She's, Mm -hmm. she's the wise, towering presence. You know, it's, it's just, it's just Oprah. Um, Mm -hmm. but I will, I will find the, the names for the kids here because they were really good. Um, the one thing that was great is, uh, Mindy Kaling's character only speaks in quotes. Okay. And it's kind of funny (laughs) and, and they're always sourced. It's always, here was the quote who said it and where they were from. Uh, and what, and it, and it, it did make me tear up uh with uh the her last quote is uh tomorrow there'll be more of us. Miranda American. And I was like, <laughs> oh. oh she quoted Hamilton. God damn it. Like it, funny. it was it was good. It made me tear up a little bit. Um <laughs> but and uh this I I understand why D C was so quick to snatch up uh Ava Duvernay to do mm-hmm. New Gods because she has you can tell she sees these worlds because a lot of these set pieces are really strange kind of planets, mm-hmm. and and you can tell she's got an an eye for for the vision of what these are supposed to be. Right. So there's I, there's definitely that. Um, uh, Storm Reed plays Meg. She was she was really good. Um, where is uh, Derek McCabe, who played Charles Wallace, is is weird and good and e- even for a kid actor he has to swing from one end to the other like in the space of a scene as you get mm. closer down towards the end of the movie and it's impressive um mm. it's and I mean he was he was good and where is is it Calvin I think it's Calvin uh Levi Miller who plays Calvin um and he was good he was kind of the I I he was sort of the grounding wire i guess mm. for meg um he doesn't serve much of a function beyond that really he's mm. he's kind of the in-between character between the two of them but it's uh it's 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 all right i i was i was a little disappointed but if you know it it has its good points but overall not Not a great
0: movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll probably wait for digital for that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, here's a movie I did see. Pacific Rim Uprising. We talked a little bit about it before. Um, What did you think of it?
1: I, you know, it was the same as the first one in that it was giant robots fighting giant monsters and that was all I wanted. Yeah. I, I wasn't really interested in... Because the you know, the first one was like, here's the plot, here's a fight, here's a good bit more plot, here's another fight, here's a bunch of plot, here's the last fight. This movie right. was very much here's some plot, here's a big fight, here's a little bit of plot, here's more fighting, here's the last little bit of plot, and here's a bunch more fighting. This mm-hmm. this was a film that learned from its mistakes and and I loved Boyega's mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Because he was snarky. He was very... There was a Han Solo to him in this that I really liked.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he's getting ice cream and his, like, (laughs) sweater or his, his, uh... What are you wearing? Right. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) His pajamas. Uh... It was was just cool. Yeah. I really did like his character, too. He... Uh, a little cheesy at some points, but I mean the whole. If you think about the movie, it, right, <laughs> it's just cheese ball the whole time. So it fit. It fit. It was. It was good. Uh, I. I had. It took me a minute to remember, th- what how it even how the first one ended. Yeah, because I'm like, you know, with with what's his Charlie Day's character, when it shows him. Uh, home, Char- Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam. Why am I saying Charlie Day? Isn't that his name in – is that his name in uh...
1: – No, because I think Charlie Day is the other dude who was also in this.
0: Well, then – yeah, no, I'm thinking of Charlie Day then when he goes home and the brain is there. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. Yeah, my bad, yeah. my bad. And
0: I'm like, wait a second. What yeah. happened?
1: Because
0: <laughs> I thought he was a good guy, and then I was like, why would he have a brain there? What's going on? And that's that was happening in my head. Yeah. I'm like oh okay so i guess that they interacted with the brains in the first one and something was left there over that made him go crazy
1: basically yeah, yeah. it was it, it kind of seemed like the brain that they that they drifted with left a back door in his mind right that it's kind of been feeding off of it was a good I, I i liked how they set up that it was kind of the stereotypical you know, oh, evil corporation, blah 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 stuff, mm-hmm. and and it leaves you si- it lets you sit with that for just long enough to start to get angry that it's gonna be this same stupid kind of plot, right? And then and it throws course. you the curveball,
0: yeah, right, right, and then yeah, it's, he's like, oh, I'm gonna destroy the world. <laughs> he's <Yeah>. like, what? <laughs> Their scenes together were just great. Charlie yeah. Day and uh, what's his name, guy from. Back yeah, to the Future. Yeah, um, oh, I don't have it in front of me. Um, I should though. Um, is it birth Gorman? Gorman? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Earth Gorman, uh, from uh, Dark Knight Rises and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought their scenes together were great, especially in the elevator and. and yeah, it was just it was fun.
1: Well, Love I mean it. that that carries over the chemistry they had from the first one too, right? Like right. that was they they built on that and they let that work and it was I, it's it's fun. It's a fun popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, it doesn't dig deep into a lot of philosophical anything. There's no grand meaning behind anything really. It's mm-hmm. it's giant robots fighting giant monsters. Like that's it, that's it, and it doesn't really try to be anything more.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's what is it Gaijin or whatnot, they were calling them the Kaiju just... kaiju. Kaijin. Yeah. That's it.
1: Kaiju. Yeah. kaijin yeah. Gaijin is a whole other thing.
0: You're <laughs> right, I'm like, oh I went into some yeah, Tokyo Drift. But yeah. Um yeah, it was it was just so cool. Just robots and monsters fighting each other. If that's your thing, go see it in the theater. If not, then you know, you can wait if you got a nice T V watch it digitally but yeah. it, you know it was I thought I just like I thought it was just as good as the first one um, you know and I like the, the, the battles were outside uh, in the daylight instead of being you know raining and dark the whole movie they were like no no, no we're lighting everything up and we're going to show everything and the three monsters at the end I, I thought it was neat I it, it was, was cool.
1: it was ambitious to do it that way that's why so many of those movies happen in the dark Oh, yeah. Because it's 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 easier to shade than it is to to lighten in in a lot of those instances. And I I love that they kind of addressed the idea it it was a throwaway line, but I thought it was really great. And it addressed it it addressed what I call the man of steel gripe, Mm -hmm. which was when they said when they said all the citizens are safe underground, go get them. Right, It's right, like right. if you need to tear the city apart, do it. You know, right, right. They, they were not shy about that. And I, oh it, yeah, it and was, it was
0: just like, okay, gloves off. We can go crazy. Yeah,
1: we can just keep pulling
0: buildings down. I love that line. How many buildings is it gonna take? Right. Oh yeah. Imagine how many years that would take to clean up.
1: Oh my god.
0: I couldn't even imagine.
1: No, I I wouldn't want to imagine. But... Insurance the, the.
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that'd be crazy but yeah it's a good movie i don't know if there's anything else i can say about it go see it if not just, you know get it digitally
1: yeah it's a fun movie your kids will love it and they'll be begging for the toys you know oh. and which which was the point you know oh yeah that was,
0: that was the the kids walking point. out of it were just super thrilled oh my god did you see the part where he's yeah they were just so yeah. excited walking out of the theater so, Love Simon. What, what's this movie about? I,
1: it, Love Simon is a is a high school teenage romantic comedy with the added element of oh, by the way, the main guy also has to deal with coming out. It's and it doesn't it, it, it it's not it's not a movie that kind of beats you over the head with any particular message or idea. It doesn't try to make you feel bad about anything. It mm-hmm. it it just is. It's a genuinely just a a pure kind of here's a here's a teenage romance movie. It just it's just this time he's going after a guy instead of a girl. Like that's the only difference.
0: Oh, that's cool. And yeah, it's, no, I I saw online uh, some of the groups that I'm in. People were walking out of the theater like just an emotional wreck it seemed like
1: it's a yeah I, man I saw a lot of that and I yeah. I and I I tipped my hat to to was it fox 2000 I think was the company that that either produced or distributed it um mm-hmm. and and everybody involved with it I mean great I mean this was a Greg berlanti directed film uh and so you know everybody that was involved with this they because this is the first movie that we've seen like this it's just it's it's we- it's weird to say that this is this is just a straight teen romantic comedy because it's a gay teen romantic comedy but there's no twist there's no it's it doesn't try to hype up the comedic elements or or you know do any kind of dark right. anything it's just it just is and there's yeah. a there's a genuine purity of film to it that I really really enjoyed because we don't get we don't get a lot of movies like that, you know. Every romantic comedy anymore has to have some kind of big twist or something awful or something hilariously over the top. And I mean, this is this is just a good movie in every sense of the word. It is a good movie, and it, and it is a good in the grander scheme of things movie. And every yeah. anything that everything that happens in it is believable and it's yes it's a very you know middle class movie like nobody in this film is is struggling economically and there's not it it's not a movie that tackles every message it doesn't seek to try to write you know 12 different kinds of of social injustices it focuses on these are the kids at the school this is what they deal with is it it, it is it you know we're we're not a we're not looking at a movie that's going to deal with every issue on every spectrum everywhere. It has a focus and it has a point mm-hmm. and it's a, and it's a good movie. And I think people are going to look at this and say, well, why, you know, they're going to look at that and say, well, th- this, you know, these, these are, you know, fairly well-off suburban kids. Like this isn't, this isn't America anymore and all that. It's, I saw some of that and I thought, mm-hmm. you know, you're not wrong but that's not the point
0: right and that's that's what bugged me yeah i'll definitely see it i'll probably wait for digital for this it's, that's it's fair. not a big it's, blockbuster but yeah. but it seems like you know it's i think it's cool that it, it, we're at a time now where that can be a movie and it doesn't have to have some sort of gimmick right to it's, it. it yeah it can just a, be a love story you know and that's exactly what it is it's it's
1: a yeah. it's a it's a high school love story it's it and it doesn't it doesn't try to put on any kind of airs or anything like the, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no there's no idealized anything everybody has their own quirks and everybody has their own things that they suck at and mm-hmm. you know d- nobody's good at drama and it's right. it's and it, it, it's just you look at this and you think yeah i believe that i, I believe these people like they there's nothing in it that seems outlandish or or you know like oh well that that character could never be this or any of that there's none of that right
0: well it's cool that's cool i'll check it out yeah it's gotten great reviews yeah as well it should as well it should. yeah oh yeah well, we got we got some games to talk about uh, before we jump into Ready Player One. Uh, tell me about your time with Far Cry.
1: I'm loving it. I'm I'm through. There's because the map is split into three sections basically, and it's kind of like three levels in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just through one, but I'm having a ball with it. It's oh, cool. this is the this is what I think they wanted Far Cry Four to be in the sense of of like an actual sequel to far cry 3 which i know is kind of a duh statement Mm -hmm. but it's it's the idea that that they 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 took what they took everything that far cry 3 did that made it interesting and they just made it better and they they made it bigger this map is huge
0: yeah i was looking at some videos and it seems massive it is um
1: and there's so much to do. I've spent the last week just going through the first chunk of this. Oh, nice. Like there's there's a lot to do. It's not so much that it feels overwhelming or unnecessary, mm-hmm. right? Like there's you know you clip through the story missions and and along the way you run into stuff to do that helps build towards because the it, it, each region has their own little uh, bar that everything that you do you get resistance points and at a certain point you then unlock the for lack of a better term the boss encounter of it um, once you complete the story missions in that region but you find all of these things the outposts and the, the things you have to blow up and steal like you find them on the way so you don't feel like you're going out of your way to do these unnecessary things
0: oh okay okay yeah, yeah, I'm. I can't wait, man. I installed it on my PC uh, today. Yeah. So I'm going to be jumping in to uh, to see what it's all about. I love the setting. I love that it's in America, and it's got grizzly bears and all sorts of you know wildlife. Uh, I think that's cool, and it just it's a you know it just seems like the just a part of the country where it's just kind of like there's just a ton of land and it's kind of ruled by its own, you know, people. Yeah. If that makes it's, sense.
1: It's it's kind of a, a nation unto itself in a way. And right. And in a way that's part of the problem. And in a way it's, it's kind of charming.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. I hear that they did, you know, kind of a good job with like, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to shit on like doomsday preppers and stuff like that. But I heard that like in the game, they're appreciated it's like hey these people are prepared because of some crazy shit that goes down right Um,
1: yeah for for every for every nut job that they that they have in the game you know there's there are people who are just you know hey what's the harm in having a, a stocked shelter You know, it's not, they're not worried about the end of the world. They're not actively planning for, you know, whatever kind of insurrection Mm -hmm. or what have you. They're just saying, look, there's no harm in this.
0: Right. Good, good hearted people that, you know, might be a little out there, but you know, that's everybody. And I think that's cool. I was afraid that it was going to come off like everyone's just crazy in this part of the, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like I, I was afraid it was going to be bad yeah. uh, with no, a lot of the characters, but I'm glad to see that they definitely, you know, uh, put some good people in there along with the crazy cultists.
1: Yeah, and and the thing that's great is even some of your allies who are like these are decent people. They're a little nuts, but right. is it a is that necessarily a bad thing? And it it right. it also forces you to look at. At it as a response to the actual craziness that's happening around them. They're, right. Exactly. They didn't. They didn't just move up there and you know start being crazy. They moved up there and all this craziness started happening. So how could anybody up there still not be crazy? Right. Exactly. So there is. I mean, you know, that's. It's. It's. It is. It is well done. There is. There is definitely. Low, and nobody is a caricature. You okay. they They're not they're not portraying they didn't take this as a, a license to just take a stab at every awful stereotype. Right. It's just these people are really crazy in one specific aspect. They right. they are they so wholeheartedly believe that that the world is is now ending. This that that this is what starts the apocalypse right here. Right. That, that and that's all they're worried about. This isn't about any kind of, you know, there there's no broader political message being preached here it's just this is the end of the world and god told me to guide you and it's the it's the it's it's what happens when the wrong kind of of people go nuts and twist that kind of message and how many people are are influenced by it and how many people respond in how many different ways to when you know when genuine craziness rises up how do you react to that right
0: oh yeah yeah i'm excited i'm pumped to play it
1: it's it's fun it's very fun
0: yeah yeah i didn't play much of uh four so it's yeah. been a while nah, so fine
1: it's because it yeah. i mean it plays like it, you know it plays like all the rest of them have yeah so you're not you know you'll you'll jump right back in and go oh i remember how to do this
0: cool cool yeah sounds good um have you played any sea of thieves
1: Not lately, because I got to the point where just me and my little sloop, if ever I saw anybody else sailing by, I was like, well, I'm screwed. I I was always (laughs) getting hunted down. I would be at the end. My last straw was like I was at the end of of I was at the end of one quest and I was on my way back to whatever outpost I had come from. Mm -hmm. And there was somebody leaving the outpost. Okay, And they sank me before I got there. And killed me, and I was like, "That's just." I was like, "But that's just crap." Like, I get it; it's piracy, and I don't, you know, I don't blame them. I don't mind. I'm just like, "That's just sucks." Because I did like, I've been like 25 minutes doing all this, and I get right before the finish line. Basically, I was like,
0: "Yeah, it's just garbage." (laughs) I think it'd be cool if you could do like solo servers where everyone in the game is playing solo. Yes. So like you, if you do run into somebody, you have a chance.
1: Yes, I agree wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, and like you can join a, a server that's like, okay, this server's agreed upon that you could be ganked by four or however many people. Uh, but uh, that would be cool if there was just like a choice, like yeah, because not everyone. <laughs> Not everyone has a group of people. Not everyone has a group of people on Xbox. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. So that's what I heard about the game. But I heard you're not missing too much. That, like, it's just a bunch of fetch quests. Yeah. And that's... they didn't really add, like... A, like, I heard most people were saying, like, there's potential. There's tons and tons of potential here. It's But it's, it's an early access game that they should have waited a year and put content in it it's no man's sky all over again i think right that's what i was hearing yeah uh is that it's like there's fetch quests but they should have added a raid and not you know a a bunch of arms that go up like because that's what i was seeing is like if you experience the kraken for the first time it's cool and then it's the same thing every other time and then you just shoot the arms yeah and it's like well that's lame and then if you go to the skull Clouds like there's a, a really hard camp there, and that's it. That's it. There's nothing else in the game except fetch quests. And I I thought, well, that's lame. Like you build up reputation, and you can get skins, but you technically don't see yourself until you dance. So it's they don't hold any value except just being cosmetic. And I don't know. Yeah, I, I it looks fun though. It looks like. If you got a group of four people together and you're like, "Hey, let's get these sails going," and the water looks great, and let's go raid this island and pick up chickens, and um, it looks fun, like it's a fun sandbox, but you gotta have things in that sandbox to entertain people.
1: Don't talk to me about chickens. I hate the chickens. Yeah, <laughs> I can't find the damn chickens when I needed them. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, here's your empty crate. Go find one of each of these chickens. Suddenly can't find the damn chickens. Just Don't, island hopping. That's uh, I, I, I did that. I went to three different islands. And <laughs> finally, I had to leave. I had to I had to quit because, again, there were two galleons that were passing by the island that I oh, was at no. that were fighting each other. And one of them decided, oh, our starboard cannons aren't doing anything. Let's just blow the hell out of this little ship that's parked up here by the beach for no reason whatsoever. Like, oh, no. Like, I get it. I understand. So what, but I'm what just,
0: happens when your ship blows up? Uh,
1: you get a little, like, there's like a mermaid that hangs out in the water holding up a oh. flare. And so you have to go talk to him and you respawn on your ship in, like, a, in a oh, nearby oh. island like a nearby safe island. Oh, that's terrible. And I'm just like, I, when that happened, I was like, I'm, I'm going to bed. Like I was, (laughs) I was just so done. Yeah.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's definitely something that needs to be a group experience. Like one person, not, not a lot of fun really. Right. Um, Right. Right. But yeah, it does. It seems like no man's sky all over again. Like here's something really (laughs) ambitious that we
0: didn't, actually put a whole lot in yeah all right well let's see here let's well let's let's jump into ready player one that's, that's main event time <laughs> main event time um ready player one of course steven spielberg directed written by ernest klein and zach penn um so that was kind of cool that uh that he was able to co- co-write it You know, um, and so, you know, he had some say over what was added, what was taken away, because, you know, seeing the trailer, there was just so much that, like, I don't remember race from the book. I don't remember a lot of the stuff. Um, And again, spoiler, 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 spoiler alert. Um, There's, you know, the whole shining and, and just there was so many different things that just completely were not taken from the book. Um, And it was good. It was good. It it was good, I think, because it had to be changed, especially a lot of the movie sync stuff um, just had to be adjusted to be on film. Um, But uh, but overall, I think they just they did a really good job bringing it to life. Um, I'm going to praise the movie forever for the next uh, however long we talk about it. My one nitpick, I would say. the character development could have been a little bit better. Um, I was hoping that Steven Spielberg would have been able to take characters that were, you know, uh, just not as fleshed out, I guess, as they should have been. And I thought he would have put just that, like Spielberg, you know, I don't know what he does. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Goonies and, you know, the ET and stuff like that Where, uh, or even on jaws with the little kid where you show that heart, you show that, you know, there were some scenes like with the family, with his aunt and uncle, like there was just, those are some missed opportunities where it, it, he could have, I think, made it a little bit more. Um, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know if grounded is the right word, but, just felt a little bit more sincere uh because the rest of the movie is just a giant like nerd gasm in your face just constantly hitting beat after beat after beat of like it felt like a video game in a good way not in a way like critics slam movies like feels like a video game when that scene happened it felt in a good way this was the one movie where that's a good thing uh when those happen um And I don't know, man, I thought it was super fun. I thought, you know, the references did not get in the way of enjoying the movie. I thought they were all kind of perfectly planned out um, and they hit every single note. This is a movie I'm sure we will have to see a hundred times to see everything and take in everything. All the references, um, they leaned way more into like pop culture video games as a whole than just specific eighties. There was a ton of eighties stuff there, but I think for the movie going audience in 2018, that was a smart decision. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause you, you have kids coming out of that going, Oh my God! I saw the Ninja Turtles, and I saw, you know, uh, I saw Mortal Kombat, and I just all the kind of recent stuff. Or you saw the Halo. Obviously, Spielberg's relationship with Microsoft. There was a ton of that in there. Yeah. Um, with Halo and everything else, it was a shame there wasn't more Star Wars. It was like they referenced Star Wars, but I sh- I'm sure Disney probably just had an issue with them like getting the Falcon or or the X Wing or something
1: like well, that. Well, I mean, they they mentioned that. That was what a gr- that oh, was a great line. Do you what? Right. What do you want? Wade? the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. You have that? Like that? I think right. that that line was specifically in there for
0: that reason. Right. Like it's like one of a kind. The fastest ship, maybe in in the Oasis. That's kind of what I got out of it. Yeah,
1: I love um, I love the idea of like that. Genuinely, of like, oh, that must be like an artifact in the way that they have it. Like it's that yeah. kind of super ultra special kind of a ship. Oh, and oh. by the way, uh, the giant oh. corporation holds the Millennium Falcon. You can't have it unless we give it to you kind of thing. Like a slight little dig at Disney. Not mean-spirited, but just kind of like a, a wink and a nudge sort of thing.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, from the beginning. I, you know, Or just... This movie is just fun all the way around. You have a Gundam jumping out of the Firefly... To fight a Mega Godzilla, alongside Iron Giant. Yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. Uh, like, what more do if, you need? <laughs> yeah, like if that is not enough for you, and you consider yourself nerdy or geeky, there's nothing we can do for you. I there, yes. you 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 have you have left your childhood completely behind, and you are now just empty inside. If if that can't get you a little tingle and can't get you a little excited. I don't know what to say. Like, and I think that for the, the that's you know, they made this movie super fun. And to me, it made up for a lot of the, you know, like I said about the the characters and stuff like that. Like it 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 could have been a little bit better for the characters, but because the movie was so fast-paced, because it was just what, balls to the wall just the whole way through, that really helped it. Um, there are some characters I thought they did a great job with. Uh BJ Miller's character, the the Boba Fett guy with the skull.
1: Well, because when you think about it, in the book he's just a dork in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a completely different character. And like when they showed yeah. when they showed, Oh, here's this big badass, who is he? And when, you know, when Sorrento's Avatar goes up to him and actually says mm-hmm. I rock, I remember leaning forward in my seat because I saw this with uh because when I went and saw it, I caught it. Uh, I caught a showing where one of the guys at AMC was just getting off, and so okay. he came and sat and watched it with me. Uh, he had he had already watched it once, but he hadn't read the book. So okay. when when they introduced Iroh, and I just kind of leaned forward, like that guy, right? They did that with this. Yep. And he was oh, yeah. t- and, and, like, I was talking to him afterwards, and I was like, Yeah, that's that's not. T- they changed a lot from the book, oh, yeah. and here's. M- I, and, and and I'll say this, the book and the movie are two completely different experiences. Right. This is not a case of like, oh, what did they leave out? No, no. I what I think they did with this was they looked at the book and they said, okay, let's strip this down to the absolute core of what we need. Here are right. the here are the main characters.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the main plot. It had a blueprint. Yes. Yes, it did. A backbone. Yeah. Yes. It had a foundation of, you know, we got the keys. This is what happens. We have these characters. We need to get them together. There's people after them. It had the the, the general idea. Right. But they switched a lot of it up because it's a movie and not a book. Right. And more things play. You know, like the, the movie sync stuff, all of that's going to play way better in a book than yeah. it would ever in a, t- in a movie because that's going to look odd. Uh, in the theater. And I thought they did that so much better when they did the shining stuff. Yeah. Those move, those parts really stuck out. And what's cool is I went to, I went to the movie with a girl who told me about the book. Uh, she does not like anything star Wars or star Trek or any, like pop culture, pop, cult, pop culture stuff to her completely you know she liked twilight and stuff like that if that makes sense that's not as close as pop culture that she's ever really got and she loved it she thought the book was great and she loved the movie nice you know what i mean she she knew chucky and jason and the video game characters but but i think you can enjoy this movie and not uh, like care too much about all of that stuff if that makes sense
1: you you don't have to be a you don't have to be a geek to enjoy this movie
0: Right. It, you know what the DeLorean looks like. You've seen back to the future. Right. You, you know, what I mean,
1: you understand what a T-Rex is like. When King Kong.
0: T- yeah, yeah, exactly. You you know, you see uh, Hello Kitty walking in the background like you get it. And it's fun. And it's yeah, it it's it's the, the, the whole time she was freaking out. She was like, this is so much fun. Afterwards, she said it felt like a Universal Studios ride. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's a fair point. Yeah, like you're just you're you're putting that DeLorean in the Back to the Future ride and you're just on a ride. And that's what it felt like. It felt fun as hell. And I think if you, you know, if you try to think too hard about it, if you try to well, how does this science work with the with the VR headsets it doesn't make sense – like you could really nitpick this movie, but you can nitpick the Goonies to death, but it still makes the Goonies is still a great movie. Agreed. You know? It doesn't have to have the best dialogue. There's some cheesy ass lines in here, but that's video games. Like, you know, uh, if that's what it it sometimes baffles me, if I see someone who's super into gaming and all that kind of knock this. And I'm like, you realize you could tear apart your passion just as easy as you could this movie. Exactly. You know, Yeah. Um, because if you're super into Kingdom Hearts, but this is too cheesy for you it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going
1: to, yeah, I'm going to sign with you on that. Just, just the idea yeah. of like, if I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, cause I don't get that mindset of like, I, right. I, I went into this and I, 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 I put, you know, I put how much I love the book and the issues that I have with the book. Cause I have, mm-hmm. you know, the, it, it, everything with him and Artemis in the book, I have a bi- I have a big problem with that romance. I really do. Cause it's, not exactly
0: one. Um, right. But why well, I heard people compare it like the the guy version of Twilight, that there's romance there, but it's pretty hollow. fair. And yes it's, and That's- it's and it's kind of weird. It and is. I, I kind of got that from the movie, but it wasn't as bad in the movie. It's
1: it the movie handles this in a in a very much more realistic
0: oh, yeah. way. She and immediately addresses it. She's like, You're not in love with me. What are you talking about? You're crazy. Don't say my name. Right. <laughs> like, and then you're gonna get everyone killed. There's re, there's repercussions <laughs> here, and you're acting like a
1: child. Yeah, she I mean, she <laughs> smacks him down really hard and really quickly. Um and yeah. in the it the great thing is the it the movie doesn't delve into the 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 fairly stalkerish things that the book does like he's he is creepy in the book after he gets rejected he really is the movie just kind of goes with you know he's just really bummed out but he doesn't have a whole lot of time to think about it because there's you know a world that needs saved right and and there's it feels it, it does feel a little you know it's not the same traditional oh it took them forever to fall in love blah 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 but mm-hmm. you know how many movies are there where you throw two people together in crisis and in and you know by the end of the movie right. which takes place over the course of a day these people are you know they're they're picking out wallpaper samples mm-hmm. like so that's you know they've been at this for a while and the right. the film takes place over the course of many days and they right. they do get to know each other and it's mm-hmm. it's different it's easy to knock this if you've never had that kind of start connection. yeah that kind of connection right. or like that kind of start to or an entire just online relationship
0: right right okay i see where you're going yeah
1: yeah it's yeah. a it's a whole other it's 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 harder to i i think that if if you haven't then you kind of don't get to knock this for well, that all that much like I'm, well, one
0: I'm, thing i could super relate to was when he was talking about having friends online yeah. and i thought they did that in such a good way where it's such a hard thing to describe to somebody who's never had that before because if they've never had that before then odds are they're probably not online that much which odds are they might probably have an idea of oh that's a little weirder you don't know them or you know but it, the way that he explains in, in the in the movie makes just sense. He's like, look, this is people here all the time. And so, you know, his relationship with H and all that, I thought that was super cool. Also, the reveal, the theater gasp, I thought that was awesome. They're like, oh, that's... You know, there was like, oh, like, oh that's cool. Um, I thought that was super well done. Um, because we all have, like, I have a group of friends online that I've never met in person. But I have played you know, video games with for years. Yeah. And to some people that's odd, but to anyone who has played video games, uh, that's our age, understands that that's just a normal thing. You, you you play Call of Duty with someone enough you add them on, on, you know, your PlayStation network. And four years later, you're finding out about their kid. They're finding out about your promotions. It's just kind of your getaway. And then you, you turn it off and you go do your real world shit. And then every, you know, a couple times a week you hop in and catch up and just relax. And so like, that was such a cool way to do it. And I loved that. That's how their clan just kind of came together. Yeah. Just naturally. Yeah. Um, I thought that was so well done. I I I really,
1: I really loved the kid. He was hilarious. Like it was, it was so it was so great. Because the last time he's like, "What do I have to wear a sign?" (laughs) Right. I just I loved I loved the idea of like he's just so fed up with this crap. Like. Oh yeah. And that's you know again it delves into the idea of a digital identity versus a real identity and the idea that you know that there is a little prejudice there here's a kid who's who's a lot smarter than people think but Mm -hmm. you know but oh he's just a kid like that's immediately going to be the first response you know and i think this movie deals with with preconceptions all across the board oh you just met online oh that's just a kid oh this person is just that oh this person is just this and Mm -hmm. and the flip side of that When they have Sorrento address it, what, you think just because I wear a a suit, just because I'm a business guy, I don't like to watch John Hughes movies and drink tab? Uh, No, because you're a dick. But not the point. I love the idea of, like, they kind of played the other side of the coin with that.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: It's, no, this is, this is a movie, like I, like I said, I'm going tomorrow, I, I may go, I'm, this is a movie that I, and it's, and it's, it is
0: long, but it's mm-hmm. paced fantastically. Oh, no. Yeah. We, like, I, I didn't know how long it was going to be. We went in, and when we left, we were like, oh, my God, it's like 11 at night. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's about a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It, but it flew by. Yes. I, it, it went by in a moment. It, it does. Um,
1: it doesn't drag. It never drags. Even the slower moments,
0: they're still moving forward. And that. That. there's things to look at there's things that just yes. there's so much to take in yeah uh man when it opens up and you see minecraft and you see all these different planets and you see batman hanging from mount everest and you're just like <laughs> what the f-? like it is just a sensory overload um and it's just it's awesome yeah. and yeah the man just that that whole end scene with the the iron giant and the the thumbs up and
1: man that ah uh, almost cried i was oh, like yeah. that's what a great way to to bring together two completely different like oh, pop yeah. culture moments into one that was just super awesome yeah
0: <laughs> yeah it was just such a cool scene and like there's so like they're fighting on like a planet was it planet doom from voltron like they're there's just so many different crazy things. I think we saw all of the big, like, uh, we saw Freddie, Jason, Chucky. Um, it was just, it was insane. It was absolutely insane. And all the, the tons of video game references. And I loved how the last one of course was adventure. Yeah. And, and the key was, you know, uh, it was the first time, uh, the, you know, I, I don't have his name in front of me, uh, but, uh or Robinette. I don't remember. Warren Robinette, I think. Right. And it was the first time that someone put their, their credit in a video game cause they weren't allowed to back then. Yeah. And it was an Easter egg that he got through that no one knew about at Atari. Like I thought that it was just perfect. It was great. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I thought Simon Pegg was wonderful in it. I love that
1: was my favorite change from right, the book yep. instead of because i mean like his character in the book was great but he was very much a, a deus ex machina in the book right like it's like no question but mm-hmm. what his it, his role in the film is so completely because because you don't know until the end and yeah. i and i loved that reveal when they when he was when he was just like well you know i've kind of been here all along and you're like oh my god that makes perfect sense
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I, like kind of the message too. Like, Hey, we we're going to shut down the Oasis for Tuesdays and Thursdays. Cause you know, uh, the outside world is good. When the, that last quotes from something where he's like, it's reality's, you know, it's the only good place to get something good to eat or something it's, like it's that. It's
1: from, uh, uh, it's somebody like William S Burroughs or, or it's, it's, it's like one of the beats, uh, yeah, to get at, a decent meal, yeah, or it's somebody, it's somebody we, it's either, it's either a beat author, Groucho or, Marx, or Groucho Marx. There you go, yeah, Marx. See?
0: That's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Groucho was a beat writer in his own right, I guess.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was just, it was surreal. It was really cool. It yeah, was just a fun. Man, it was just a fun movie. I'm, I'm interested because he's definitely writing a sequel now. Like, I, I, they're hope... gonna hack into it again or something. And right. I, 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 I don't know.
1: I kind of don't want a sequel. Like I'm I'm okay nope. with this just being just like just let it be. Let it be where it is.
0: I I agree, but I'm looking forward to a sequel. I, There's I'm, just so much you could do. Yeah. And I This and I, this is a world that I would not mind seeing multiple entries because just of how I don't know. To me it's like an exciting matrix. Like if that makes sense. Yeah. Like um it's a You know, of course, the next one in the if they make a third one could be terrible and it could be too much. (laughs) But that potential of an online world and like how much power it holds and everything else and put given put in the wrong hands, just I don't know. I like that. I, I think I think it's cool. You're absolutely right, though. It totally works as a one and done. But man, that book sold way too many. Uh, what are the numbers? Did they show the box office?
1: Uh, four-day weekend, 53 million.
0: And was that above what you were thinking? I said 50.
1: Oh, so there
0: you go. Just, well,
1: and here's the thing. And also, that's four-day because it actually opened Wednesday night oh, instead okay. of Thursday night. So if you exclude Thursday and go with just the weekend for the sake of my own sheer vanity, uh, 41 million but okay. if you add in Thursday which was a weird like okay sure i guess to get a jump start on easter weekend cuz mm-hmm. there's a calculus there but i mean it paid off for them. yeah and it opened it opened monstrously overseas it made oh. what 60 something overseas Dude. i think the the numbers overseas are massive it all
0: they had to show was voltron in that trailer
1: yeah well and i mean here's the thing like in china in particular like because they look this this was a combination of video games and giant blockbuster american film like, right that's that's a golden ticket over there mm-hmm. and it's going to be like they are thinking because they saw some of the returns from china and they're like this movie is going to be freaking huge in china yeah Oh, I imagine. So it's, it, it, it'll do, it'll do decent over here, but it's glow. It, it, it will probably do far more globally than it will domestically. And it's going to make a, it's going to make a ton of money, um, overseas. Like it, it already looks like it's going to be a monster.
0: Mm. So, yeah, the, <laughs> I saw that, um, uh, Spielberg, uh, because, obviously, there was a ton of Spielberg stuff in there. Yeah. And Ernest Cline and him decided to put some Zach Penn stuff in there. Because he was like, I don't want anything. Any of my references. From uh, yeah, well, there. you
1: don't get what you want, Zach.
0: <laughs> right. So, they, <laughs> they slipped in Last Action Hero 3. <laughs> nice. Starring Schwarzenegger. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't realize it, but they were going through the city from Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, just... It's just – there's just so many references and stuff. And like I said, it didn't get in the way of it. It's going to be something where we could go watch a million times and kind of pick it out and try and see what's in there. Yeah. Um, but it didn't like – it didn't get in the way where it was like we're trying to do this so much that it's getting in the way of the story. It's just – I think that if it, we're just seeing it now with the, what, what was that virtual chat that that online yeah. thing where you can just be any avatar. So it's just it's fucking crazy. Um, that's what a virtual reality thing would be. If you could get different avatars, you know, the more money you had, the better ones you had, like that's what people would do. They would walk in as, you know, Ryu or, you know, uh, whatever, <laughs> just anything you could think of. And it was just, I don't know. It was great. It was fun.
1: Yeah. It's, this was such a, I remember when Wreck-It Ralph came out and we all thought how bizarre it was to see like Zangief and yeah. and one of the ghosts from Pac-Man mm-hmm. coexisting and now you look and you're like oh i'm driving p- I'm, you know i'm i'm in a de- the main character's in a delorean driving past the ninja turtles and battle toads and he's going to lob chucky out like it's, right. it's this it sounds like a fever dream
0: but it's done just ridiculously well oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah it's just <laughs> you know it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy how good it was. And the Shining stuff, man. That just the, the way they recreated some of those scenes and those shots. And uh, the person I was with, she, she never she never saw the Shining. So she didn't get like as nostalgic as everyone else did, right. I think. But she understood it. Yeah, um, there you go. But I'm just like, there's going to be blood that comes out of that elevator. And then it happens. <laughs> you know and I'm like? There's going to be blood. There's got to be blood. And yeah, and just and you see the picture on the wall and oh man it was just it was so cool yeah it was so awesome uh the, and there's a million things that i just i didn't get you know like I, I the some of the weapons that he had apparently all of those weapons are from franchises sure and i didn't know i didn't know any of them no i
1: it, it would i i'm sure even if like i paused on every one of them Mm-hmm. And, and looked at it I'm sure I probably wouldn't know most of them oh yeah just because yeah there's, just because there's so many
0: yeah yeah it was it was awesome um yeah I don't know I don't know what else we can say about it besides you should be seeing this movie you it's, should definitely go see this movie
1: it's so good it's an event film it's a it mm-hmm. it is a Spielberg blockbuster film Oh, it is. Yeah. It's the first good one of these that we've had in a very long time.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you think if do you think he would do a sequel if they did it? Probably give it to someone else, right? Uh I don't know. I don't I don't know. Um I could see JJ Abrams tackling the next one.
1: I see I'd worry about
0: that though. Really? I just you know To so means the closest you're gonna get to JJ. That's Or to Spielberg. That's it, it that's true, um,
1: but there's, I don't know. Just to go from Spielberg to anybody else, I, Spielberg's got a magic to him, right? And I, you know, I'm not knocking JJ. He, you know, I mean his 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 bona fides speak for themselves, right? But I just, I I would worry about the direction it would go, because right. there's, I, I worry about the idea of. You know, it's kind of like what I talked about with Love, Simon. The idea mm-hmm. of, of, I mean, Ready Player One is just a pure adventure
0: movie. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, and yeah. Well, that's the other thing I wanted to ask you, because it's not a video game movie. No, it's an, it's an it, adventure movie. It's an adventure movie, yeah, right. Absolutely. It's it's yeah. an
1: Indiana Jones kind of, like, here. It's, it's an, it is. It's an adventure movie. Right. Um, exactly. And I just, I worry about if you give that to somebody like J.J., there's where does the cynicism come in, like not not overtly, but just where's where's the the little bit of darkness that right. that we didn't need, and I I just I I worry about that.
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting because they're definitely going to do another one. Um, I wonder if they'd do another sequel before they do another book. I don't think so. No, no. You don't think that well, Hollywood's cause... gonna go? Hey, look how much money we're making. Let's let's get this going for another one. Where do you go from? Because here? technically, you could do another book, and it could be completely different. <laughs> sure. Because oh, yeah. the books are different. Very true. Uh, but I mean, where? You I, I know... guarantee they're working on a script right now.
1: I I. I don't know because I mean this thing ends with and they all lived happily ever after the end, basically. Well yeah, but so did Jurassic Park. No. No, <laughs> it didn't. It ended with them flying away and seeing some of the uh, the pterodactyls flying away from the island, which left oh, it yeah. with the idea of life finds a way.
0: But, I... but it's not as if the oasis is shut down.
1: No, the oasis still is there. No the Oasis is still there, but the threat is gone. There's no more IOI threatening to take it over
0: yeah but you could have other other things happen in the Oasis that have real world effects like someone hacking it or something like that I yeah but I, I just I, I get what you're saying I think that that was the like the big
1: yeah, I don't know that's why I'm it's kind of why I'm worried about this sequel book it's, right. it, it it I look at this the same way I think of something like Ender's game which it told the story and it ended so when they made a sequel it went completely off the the sequels to Ender's game are ridiculous yeah they're they're bonkers they have nothing to do with the original like it's by the most tenuous thread possible and I and and I, it, I and I just don't like them and I and it's partly because of that where they're like, what do we? It's not really a sequel. It's 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 just something they made to keep doing the thing that that they did so well the first time without any of the things that
0: made it so good the first time. No, I, I I get what you're saying. I just I I,
1: I worry about that. Yeah, I'm I gonna. Just,
0: this I, is this is a world that I would rather visit a hundred times over Avatar. You know what I mean? Like, there's just this. There's so much. That you could do with this, yeah, because of how massive it is. It might not even have to be like a world-ending book. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be this crazy, light, you know, world-altering thing. It could just be a story inside of it. I I don't
1: know. I wouldn't mind some kind of little like TV series spinoff, and every season is you know, tales from the Oasis.
0: That I, would get expensive. I, it it <laughs> with would. With
1: the CGI. I, well, yes and no, because, I mean, CGI has gotten to the point now where, I mean, some of that stuff looked like look ridiculously real. You could almost get away with just using real people in prosthetics.
0: The, yeah, this is some of the best CGI I've ever seen. I might actually, because I saw this at the Dolby, which was great. I might actually see this in 3D. Oh, dude, go. I,
1: I saw it in 3D. I, saw it, oh, I yeah. saw it in our in our premium format in 3D. It's like being in IMAX 3D. Oh, so good. It is yeah. so good in 3D. Oh, my
0: God. I think I, that's what I'm going to be doing this week, and I'm going to go check it out in IMAX 3D.
1: I, I haven't seen a movie in 3D since I don't remember when. I honestly do not remember the last 3D movie I saw, but I thought I'm going to make it a point to see this one in 3D. Right. Largely because most of the screenings we had were in three D. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and that's part of it. Most of this movie is marketed heavily in three D and exhibited heavily in three D. Right. Uh, what? Because like how we usually have a movie, we'll have a you know take, take you know take Black Panther. We'll have it in our big theater. We'll have mm-hmm. it screening in a couple smaller theaters. By which I you know instead of a five hundred seats theater, it's a two hundred and some seat theater and then we'll have one 3d screening in like an 80 something seat theater Mm. because they, because they don't do much. It's reversed with ready player one in the big theater. And in the smaller theaters, it's 3d and the, the hundred seat theater is the 2d. That's, that's how, that's how it's exhibited. That's so much of this is in, is, is pushed in 3d. You know, that's the idea. Um, it's worth I heard it. it was good. It's definitely worth it. Uh, I got to I got to try out my little my little clip ons, the little Sykes nice. ones I got from Amazon, and they were fantastic. It was great. Nice. It helped. It it kind of made me not. It, it kind of made me look and say, you know what, I can I can do three D movies again because that was part of the reason I stopped was you know glasses on glasses, right. like it's just obnoxious as hell. But right. the the fact that the clip ons worked it, it worked perfectly. Uh, I can, all right, I I can start doing this again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, that's, that's my plan this weekend is to go see that in 3d and or Friday when no one's in the theater, (laughs) Friday, uh, in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, go early. Everyone's busy at work.
1: (laughs) It's, it's, it's definitely worth it. Three D. It was awesome in 3d for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I imagine the scene at the end, especially like with, uh, with the Gundam and everything and (laughs) like, I imagine that all looks sick. I'll tell you what it like it's
1: st- when it starts and you're going world hopping and it's like and here's Minecraft world and all this oh, stuff yeah. that's a rush like it's yeah. it it grabs you from the start of like you're you're in for a
0: treat oh yeah oh yeah it plays it like it opens up with that Van Halen music right
1: god oh man we had to do we have to do theater checks just to make sure everything starts on time and there are no issues and I walked mm-hmm. in and like I'm seeing the little title not the title cards but the little information cards and I'm hearing jump and right. and immediately I'm like, I, okay, everything's working. I have to run out of here now because otherwise I'm not leaving. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I can imagine. Uh, oh man. And it was, it's, I, I loved it, man. It was so good. It was so damn good. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's getting all, it's. It's that feeling of getting all your toys out as a kid and playing with them and having them all interact with each other and, you know, having the Ninja Turtles fight the Power Rangers. Like, it's that feeling. And if you don't try and try not to be cynical about it, you know, you'll have a good time.
1: Absolutely. Go into go into this movie with with a kid's heart. Don't don't try to be. I I did not go into this as a grown up. And that's why Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it so much. That's the point. You go into this movie as, as a kid. Yeah. Like it's, it gets, it, it really is the best way for it.
0: And then just, and just let yourself get caught up in it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if there's anything else left to say about ready player one. I'm going to be seeing it. We'll talk about it. Uh, probably not the next podcast, but the following one. Um, after I go see it again or uh, you're seeing it tomorrow, you said so. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely listen to the next episode. Um, we won't be any spoilers or whatnot, but man, yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah we'll see
1: this in 3D. And and I'm, and I'm curious to see what else comes from this. Like what mm-hmm. you know does does this spark uh, some kind of VR boom uh, in, in, in any let me say this does the, the boom is a little is a little grand? Uh, is there a bump in VR? because of this maybe um,
0: man when that wireless vibe comes out uh later this year yeah woo, it's looking nice uh, for for how much money yeah uh-huh. yeah i need to get a new car first That's, but yeah. um <laughs> but uh no i think it's six hundred dollars for the vibe it's not bad
1: but i mean no. the, the psvr is
0: down to what 300 now yeah, three hundred. So it's I mean, so man, if, it's the price if, of a console. I mean, it's it. If, if you're really into VR and like you don't want to switch or something, you could totally just get the PSVR. If if and, I had
1: uh, if I had the room, I would I, I would
0: I would. You don't need room for the PlayStation VR. Man, you need, dude. I have. Are you kidding me? Like you don't. I... You literally don't need room. It's it's not like the vibe where you actually need room space. PlayStation VR you stay in front of the thing. You you don't go anywhere. You sit in front of the TV.
1: Yeah, but I mean you need stuff you need a clear line of sight between you and the TV.
0: Well, I mean <laughs> no, not necessarily like it, is is there like is there like a stack of books in front of you in front of the TV? I don't get it. Like as long as the TV's in front of you okay. and the camera's pointed at you. Okay you're fine. That's it. Right. There's a a table and two stacks
1: of uh, plastic containers in front of me.
0: You can just take the stuff off the table and you're fine. Uh, I'll send you a picture of this. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, you can. okay. so uh, it's doable. It's not like I I, that's why I want to make that very clear. That is, if you have a PlayStation, you don't need a lot of space. Sure, you don't want something between you and the television. But no, if you're
1: like if this is in your living room and all you have to do is scoot a coffee table over, you're fine. Like that,
0: like I, that see, kind of I don't even think you need to scoot the coffee table all it has to do is read your headset and your uh, your uh, your hands with the, with the two things in it it doesn't read your body okay. it doesn't read your lower torso it just reads those three things
1: oh, fair enough then
0: yeah so like it's 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 not like the the vibe where you actually need the room because there's things that map out in front of it it just has to read those three things and if the camera can see them you're good to go. Hmm. Yeah. You're, you're moving around. It knows where you're at and you can do it sitting down. The kind of funny guys have, a, have a, on the kind of funny games, they have a series where they do PlayStation VR and they're literally just sitting right on their couch, right in front of the television. And it shows them that most of the stuff they're doing is sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, 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 it, it's the most accessible. Absolutely. Go and get the game. Um, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, man. My battle tanks or something?
1: Yeah, that was that's the one that that, that I keep yeah. hearing talked about.
0: Because it feels like a Universal Studio ride. Because you're moving and you're sitting in the tank and you're being, you know... It's picking you up and it's moving you across the field and it's dropping you off. And, and then you're stationary inside of the tank and everything else is happening around you. And it's surreal. When you look to the right you see a tank to the right. When you move your head to the left, you see a big whole bunch of stuff that way. And you're moving the controller and you're moving the tank and it's fun. VR is something everyone, I think, should experience. Uh, it's hard to explain without actually putting the thing on and doing it. Right. And yeah. I think you're right. I think this is going to push it, this kind of stuff. VR has just been in kind of the the pop culture realm for, for years now, since the eighties, like how, how are we going to get to that? And we're almost there, man. This year we will have a wireless, uh, Vive helmet and it will have the room scale stuff. Uh, and that's what most people I think are waiting for to, because to be able to just put it on and do what you need to do is you're, 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 you're scratching the surface of, of Ready Player One.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, there's so, like, there's nothing but, but there's no ceiling on this. There's no, you know, you're, the, the only limit is, uh, I, I have to say it, the only limit is your imagination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's, you know, especially once the technology keeps moving forward. I remember, I remember the, the dream of virtual reality back when, when I was a kid. Yeah. Back and now, you know, we have it. You know, I mean, hell, if nothing else, get a get a get get the Samsung VR or something. Oh yeah. You know, there's there's all that kinds of stuff. No, it's not Those are perfect, 100
0: bucks. But it there you go. See? Yeah. That's that's something to work with. Mhm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, cuz oh man, it's I remember it, it and if there's a local mall near you that has a Microsoft store, walk into it. Cuz I don't I don't know if there's any playstation setups anymore where you can go try it out but i know the microsoft store still does the vive headset if you wanted to try it nice um and that will give you an idea of of what it's like a a, a taste uh i know at best buy i still think you can do the samsung ones to like put it on and look at it and stuff um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely the future and it's in a weird, scary way, but in also kind of a cool way. Like it's, it's going to be awesome. Like, like one of the, one of the cool things about the headset is you can watch a movie with it on is you're literally, you put it on and it's like, you're sitting in a theater because a big screen is in front of you. Right. I don't know anyone that would watch a movie that way, but I like the, uh, the, 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 the promise of what it could be. When it, you know, cause the one that they're doing now, the vibe that they're going to be releasing this year is apparently 4k, which is going to be insane yeah, no for kidding. VR. Uh, cause right now it's like the playstations kind of has a, like a screen door effect. The vibes a little bit clearer. I can't even imagine the next thing that's going to come out
1: no, and how clear God. it's going to be. It's going to be insane. It's going to be ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in five, 10 years from now, it's just going to be the norm. You know, I, I, I doubt we'll ever get away from a, a big TV and controllers, but I could totally seeing whatever Xbox or place or PlayStation comes out with next yeah. time, whatever their next console is. I could totally see this being like, oh, by the way, this is something that we're pushing with the system that you can get as an accessory at launch.
1: Yeah, it's going to oh. make consoles pricier, though.
0: It's it well, they'll drop in price the, 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 these, I think you'll be able to buy the console as you normally will. And it'll be like three or 400 bucks. Yeah. But then you could, if you want get the one bundled with the VR, yeah. if you're, you know, if it, it, it exists, you can go and get the, you know, the prices, for example, look at the phones, the phones now are a thousand dollars. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like people are, there's a market there for it. Um, you know, you could be like, hey, if you just want the video, you just want the normal console experience, 400 bucks, here you go. Yeah. But but hey, if you want the Xbox X, (laughs) you can get this version. You know, kind of like how they do it now with their Xbox systems.
1: Right, can you just, you know, could you just imagine, like, here's the PlayStation 5, and then here's the PlayStation 5 Pro Plus with VR for like $900 or whatever. Like, that's, and that's not, entirely unreasonable No,
0: I I, wish they bundled the the Vita with the I wish you could have a bundle with the PlayStation where you got the Vita and it knocked like you know 75 bucks off the Vita the price of it well because how
1: much does a Vita even cost
0: anymore I don't know. I it was what two hundred or three hundred? It was two, I think. But haven't they like? Did they even make Vita anymore? They don't. No, and I think it was three hundred when it came out. I could be wrong. Well, I mean that was when it came out, but right. But imagine if they were like, here you go, PlayStation Four, and a Vita that has been out for years, and it wasn't dead when the PlayStation Four came out. No, that's
1: true. That's true. It wasn't back
0: then. And it was like, and here you can get the one bundled with the Vita, and it's one hundred and twenty-five dollars more fair and it's like oh shit i could save 75 bucks or maybe just 100 bucks more Here, and, and this one's bundled with a, a portable it's a playstation vita and you can like th- that's what i'm saying like I, I wish that you could get these bundled together cheaper there's a market for that i think um and then you would have the people that just hey i just want to play the playstation <laughs> Give me the one that comes with Destiny. I'm good. You know, those kind of people, which is most people.
1: Yeah, that was that was me. My PS4 yeah. was, was the Destiny bundle oh, back in the day. There you
0: go. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting. I think VR, uh, it, you know, I don't think it's like a gimmick like 3D. This has more like uh, uses out of it. Especially in the medical field and education, you got Facebook investing in it Man. with the Vive and or the HTC. Yeah, one of them, I forget. Um, didn't they buy Oculus? Bought, that's the yeah, one. they
1: bought Oculus. That's right.
0: Yes. Yeah. So like,
1: I'll tell you all these. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you what the coolest thing that I wish I had something VR to see was uh, was uh, Fastlane. That Fastlane. they they had that WWE set up VR cameras at Fastlane. So that as, not as it was recorded, but it was like the next day or two days later or something, if you have, if you have, uh, if you have a VR platform and you download, what's it called? Next event, I think, or next Mm -hmm. event, something like that. Um, you could watch fast lane from some of those perspectives. Mm. And I would look like that's, and they do that with some sporting events. Where okay. like it kind of puts you in a seat if you have a be VR be cool headset. to concert yeah big
0: time like there are if they could get the sound and everything right
1: well I mean all you needs a seven if if you had a it, hell if you had a five one headset you wouldn't even need a seven one headset with with virtual surround you know your your standard right. you know PlayStation gold headset is all you'd need like that same kind of right. that same kind of five or seven oh. one with the the virtual surround that's all you need
0: right. No, I mean like I I meant them capturing it from the concert. Like if it sounded if they could figure out how to get that sounding really good from that spot. Fair. And not like bananas in your headset then. Imagine that. Imagine like, hey, I don't have $500 for Tomorrow World and I don't have $1000 to get a plane ticket and I don't have like all that, but I can pay 30 bucks and and be ultra and look around and see everybody and like kind of be like you, you hear it. One of the coolest things about the PlayStation VR, which people railed, they did not like this, but I loved it. It was the harmonics thing for like 10 bucks. Um, and the reason why people got it, cause it's a visualizer, right? So you, you put it on and it plays any music that you have on, on your external drive. And it's a, it's a, it's a big virtual reality visualizer that comes to you and in all these waves and everything's just moving Man, and it's all straight up acid trip. Yeah, but <laughs> it all is. Bad. And everything's moving and the colors are all changing and and forming into each other and blowing up out and exploding and coming back. And it's it's, it's an, it was absolutely insane. So I put some of my that was one of the first things I showed some of my friends and they were just like, how are you not in this all day? Yeah this is awesome. I would, this is the only way I would listen to music. That's funny. Yeah. But it's like a little cool. That's what I found. So awesome about the PlayStation VR was all the little things I wasn't expecting. Cause I was expecting to like, I'm going to play all of resident evil. And that's not what you want to do in VR. You only want to be in it for like 20 minutes and you want quick experiences and just to be just, it feels crazy to 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 look around and be in that little world um that's what i liked out of it like the star wars stuff like man that you get you want someone to get vr you put them you put them in the vr headset to play uh some of the star wars stuff the battlefront stuff because that will
1: be through the roof think about some of the best arcade games Mm -hmm. and they were giant cabinets where you sat in something, and I'm thinking mm. of Star Wars the arcade game, yep, which was Star absolutely. Wars trilogy and it put you in a speeder, it put you mm-hmm. on the speeder bike, you were in the cockpit like okay. that's that is exactly what that's mm-hmm. for, like that's oh, the whole yeah. point of
0: that, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, yeah, I they just knocked the price down. I think you can get the um the VR stuff for 200 dollars without the camera and without the the sticks, yeah, and you can get the bundle for three hundred. So if
1: if you get the uh, was it like if you get the Doom VR bundle, which comes with everything, it's like three fifty.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you know, just know what you're getting before you get into it. Know what. D- yeah, do you know, your re-
1: do your research for sure. Temper
0: your expectations. It's not going to be this thing that you play every single night for hours on end, like you do your regular system. It's going to be something you jump in for maybe an hour and then you go play something else afterwards. Right. Uh, And it's, it's definitely fun to have other people play with, like to experience that with family members and friends. It's a fun thing to do. Oh yeah. But, oh man, we're going late, but yeah, no, I, (laughs) I think that's it. Yeah. That's our big spoiler spectacular. And, uh, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday, same time. Um, uh, make sure you go to our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast, our Twitter at WeGeekPodcast Geek Podcast at the Logan Witt, at Adam e. Step, uh, Gmail WeGeekPodcast Podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you go uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and give us a review. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back on Wednesday. Till then, Captain. Captain